Good morning and welcome to The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Today we're talking about the art of innovation on KTHO Radio, 96.1 FM and 590 AM. And in a recent letter home from my kid's art teacher, Joe Taylor at the Tahoe Expedition Academy, he mentioned that he was encouraging kids to use sketchbooks. And I've noticed my daughter been sketching a lot. And so um, I've read along with interest. And his in his note, he said that sketchbooks are a place that encourages playing with ideas and skills that will ultimately lead to more refined final products. And I got to thinking about that, and it made me think about innovation in the workplace. And I just love this idea of playing with ideas and skills that will ultimately lead to a more refined final product. It's such a different way to look at things than continuing to iterate on a project or doing 12 different drafts, you know. So I got thinking about innovation in the workplace. This is a buzzword people are talking about all the time. We have to think new. We have to do things differently. And the reality is, is we really just don't have all the answers anymore in the workplace. We can't look back on our history and say, oh, this worked before because things are different and they're constantly changing and evolving. And so this need to innovate or this need to come up with new things is also parallel processing at the same time as this busyness epidemic that you've heard me talk about before. Certainly Greg McEwen, who wrote the book Essentialism, talks about it. And it's just this epidemic that is, you know, abounds in so many organizations. It's this, you know, we're all so busy, 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 and we don't have time for anything, and we're working after dinner and before breakfast and all day long and running from meeting to meeting. And I just thought, you know, how can you innovate? And how can you have time to play with ideas when you're so busy? So, you know, many of my executive clients now are stretched on time. And it seems like every day they're in back-to-back meetings and they're working what is now been coined the second shift or this idea of like going home, feeding the kids, putting them to bed, and then working again after dinner or before bedtime. And the email inboxes overflow. I'm sure you can relate to some of this. And um, on an average workday, the thought of playing with ideas feels really indulgent. And at the same time, we've got leadership calling for this need to innovate and think big and to find creative solutions. And that indulgence of playing with ideas is exactly what we need. So this creates a conundrum for the modern day executive because if what you need is this time to play and think so that you can innovate and time seems to be in short supply, how can you generate space for great ideas to grow? And that's what we're going to be talking about today is this idea of the art of innovation. Like, how do we create time and space for that? So, you know, when you think about ideas, they're not always great to start with. You know, we often rush them and deliver them before they're fully baked, and then they can end up kind of ugly and half-formed. And when we share those ideas in that format, it can lead to people shooting down our ideas, or it can lead to, you know, being frowned upon by peers or bosses or, you know, people thinking our ideas are not great. And it's a, and it's a bummer. You know, nobody wants to bring their idea or try to be vulnerable in the workplace and show up with an idea to a solution and have someone shoot it down because they haven't had time to think about it or play with it. 
So, um, we need to figure out like, how's a way that you can create time and space that encourages playing and skill building to ensure that your shared ideas are refined and they're refined enough that they can win over the hearts and minds of your audience. So this is not to say that you need to find time to make your ideas fully perfect before you share them because the challenge with having something perfect is that you won't be open to any kind of feedback and uh, it'll be hard to change your ideas in the meantime. But think about uh, instead of finished think about more refined products versus finished products. So back to that, um, that note from Joe Taylor, the art teacher, you know, think about, um, ultimately having a more refined final product. So you, you're going to need time to be with your idea and to let it grow and morph and evolve. So what I think we need is a metaphorical sketchbook for innovation I think that uh, if we want to influence people in the in our industries, if we want to influence our leaders or our peers with our ideas, that a sketchbook is what we need. And it's not the only thing we need, but we're also going to need time to sketch and to play with our ideas in it. So what would that look like in the world of work? What is a metaphorical sketchbook, if you will? Uh, so I have a few ideas here. The first is a literal notebook. And I have one of these. I've kept one for years, but it's a um, it's a notebook with pages dedicated to playing with, improving on, and experimenting with your ideas over time. So you get a you can get a spiral notebook. You can get something small, something big. I kind of like something big because I like to draw pictures and arrows and you know mess with my ideas and have plenty of space if I don't like one to try something else. And really, the only time you need for your notebook is moments to minutes to just jot down your thoughts as they arrive. So as you know, one little thought perks up or, you know, one little thing comes up, you can then, um, just jot it down in your notebook this way, as you're, you know, as you're going through the day, you can get that thought out of your head or that new iteration of an idea out of your head and onto paper and you won't lose it. And it also won't take up bandwidth. The second thing you can do is to make a weekly lunch date with a fellow creative friend to talk about your ideas without judgment. So you can just plan to have a lunch date that's like an ideation lunch. And you'll probably need an hour for that. And that's probably an hour you would spend eating and talking anyway. So just focus your conversation on vetting some of your ideas or playing with some of your ideas with a friend who's not going to judge them or criticize them, but hopefully asks you some hard questions and help you think about it in different ways. Um, so weekly lunch date can be a great way to play with your ideas. It doesn't take away a lot of extra time out of your day either. Unless, of course, you're eating almonds at your desk for lunch instead of going out and having a proper lunch, at which point there's some other Bright Side podcasts that you can listen to for that. Uh, the next one is one of my very favorite, and it's about creating an internal think tank. So imagine um, there's a great assessment out there by the Gallup group called the Gallup Strength Finders Assessment, and it measures strengths, um, 34 strengths. Now there's a handful of strengths that really lend themselves to playing with ideas and thinking about ideas. And the main one is called ideation, and it's a strategic leadership strength. So if you use this tool, this Gallup Strength Finders in your organization, find people in your organization who have ideation in their top five 
and their top five strengths, and then create your own think tank. So you might want to tap people with strategic and restorative strengths as well. But what you'll need, and the, the time will vary on this, but start with an hour at a time as needed to address new ideas and opportunities. So the cool thing about pulling these people together is that they're going to be having a ton of fun because it's a strength for them. It comes naturally and they're going to be exponentially better at coming up with solutions and playing with ideas than people who don't have these strengths. So it won't take them very much time to refine ideas or to push poke holes in them and, and play with them. So Chances are they'll be having so much fun, though, that they may end up losing track of time. So you definitely want to have a timekeeper and some focus of what they want to work on. But this idea of a, of a think tank can be great for, you know, getting these people together and saying, hey, we need to solve this problem. What do you guys think? And then letting them go after it and come up with a bunch of ideas and then give it back to you. And you get to decide how you want to go forward. And then finally, um, the last kind of metaphorical sketchbook in the work world of work could look like an online platform. And this is for people to share and build on each other's ideas. So you could put an idea in there and then people can comment on it, ask questions, um, and give you a chance to kind of mess with it there. And if you don't have an internal tech, if you don't have the technical capabilities at your organization to build something like this or to build it into your intranet, then leverage a software like Slack, which is a great um, online communication tool, or create a private Facebook group or a private LinkedIn group to have these conversations. The time needed for this is only really a few minutes here and there. And the good news is that people can weigh in anywhere. If they're standing in a long line at the grocery store, or they're waiting for a presentation to start or a meeting to start, um, they can go on and just um, weigh in from their phone or their laptop. So this is an easy way. So four different ways that you can think about creating your own sketchbook at work. Um, and you would think about people, famous inventors like Albert Einstein, Leonardo da Vinci, they would sit for hours playing with their ideas in their heads or sketching them in notebooks. Da Vinci's notebooks are some of the most famous notebooks that have historically been found. I mean, his ideas are incredible and all sketched out in there. And they ultimately produced some of the most refined final projects. Uh, products of their time. They, um, they really did incredible work. So don't let busyness kill your organization's innovative spirit. Go find your sketchbook, start playing with your ideas and skills, and your final product might just be a masterpiece. Have a great day. This is Alexis Robin on the Bright Side. Today's show is sponsored by P-Link Coaching Center. You can find out more about us at P-Link Coaching Center uh, on the web, plinkcoachingcenter.com. Thanks so much and have a great week, everyone.